Welcome to the Wolf You Feed, starring JT Branch and Jeff Carmody. Hey, welcome back to the Wolf You Feed. I am Jeff Carmody. Hey, I'm JJ Branch. Thanks for sticking around and listening to us. Absolutely, huh? I mean, at this point, I feel like we've done this like uh, for years uh, going on. So I feel like I should be about 85 right now in a podcast that's uh, well-versed, well-sponsored, and I'm rolling in so much money, the Porsche 911 is sitting out front. <laughs> I know. we. Uh, I, I do feel, I feel like we have arrived when you have, when you've done your show and it's taken off and we've hit these new heights and we actually took a little vacation. I love that you just threw a new heights reference in to the Kelsey's podcast, which as we know is like dominating every bit of podcast out there. Uh, so I love that you referenced that and we're, we're taking it to hashtag new heights. <laughs> Maybe they'll give us a little uh, love as well back there. Yeah, I'll, I'll hit I'll hit Taylor up, see if we can't get in with him a little bit, you know? Man, I appreciate that. That would be good for us. I mean, <laughs> she is y'all's mascot, so. Yeah, yeah. And and speaking of uh speaking of being well sponsored, we we've what we put out like six episodes and all of a sudden we take like a three week hiatus for Christmas break, you know, so it's like we're so successful that we don't even have to work for three weeks on our podcast. That's right. Speaking of, I'm getting beeped in right now. We do want to thank Travis Vincent at New Zoo Marketing uh, for all. He is helping us get all of our stuff together. And if you need any any help with internet marketing, SEO, search engine optimization, reach out to Travis and his team at newzoo.net. Thank you, Travis. I don't even. I don't even think I could say those things that you just said. It's like you actually work for Travis. You know, but Man, well, that's what he does. That's what he does. Yeah, well, now I just bought us like another two week vacation. You yeah. know, we, we 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 got the sponsors. You know. One out a month at this point, you know, yeah. like we're that successful. So, good luck, Kelsey brothers, trying to catch this. You know, <laughs> that's right. Oh man, I uh, I don't think we talked too much about leading into Christmas, but I got to give you a, a story uh, of of what. And, and actually, Jill told me that I'm not supposed to like mention that this was Grayson, you know, because it's like exposing the teacher part of Jill, but, um, this is Grayson's buddy, huh? Oh yeah. 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 Uh, this is about a friend. Um, this is perfect. Let me tell you what his friend did, um, leading into Christmas. He, so, you know, they've got final exams and I, I, it's been a long time since I was in high school. Um, but I do remember that being exempt was a pretty big deal, right? Like, you, you didn't want to have to go the week that like all the people that made D's and F's had to go, you know, so you did whatever you could to make sure that you were exempt where there was perfect attendance. We always had the perfect attendance thing. That's the only way, by the way, I ever got exempt was perfect attendance it had nothing to do with like, oh, you're very successful and make A's, you know, so uh, so this is what this friend did uh, leading into Christmas. So he the friend on Thursday um, had an exam coming up. It was going to be on Thursday and it was going to be the last one. And so he on Wednesday is actually in the class that he's going to be taking the exam for on Thursday. And all of a sudden he pretends that he's sick. 
And the teacher buys into it big time. Like, oh man, I'm concerned. Like sending out emails to Jill and I, you know, and like uh, all this jazz, you know, like I'm concerned about Grayson. And we're like, concerned about Grayson. And so he Grayson's gets friend. Oh yeah, the friend. Yeah. And yeah. so then, so the friend gets home and the friend's mom and dad are like, uh, hey, how's your day? And the friend says, um, uh, I, I actually don't have to, <laughs> I actually don't have to go back to school. Actually, you okay? You're dying over there. Yeah. Yes. The friend says, I don't have to go back to school. I'm done. And we're like, oh, well, we weren't, but the friend's parents were like, wait, but you have an exam tomorrow. He's like, no, I don't have an exam. And we're like, uh, you have an exam. No, I already took it. I got to take it today. And so we're like, that's, that's awkward. So like three hours later, this teacher emails the parents and says, Hey, I just want to check on the, uh, the kid. I want to check on the kid. He, uh, he was really sick today and I went ahead and let him take his exam in case he can't make it to school tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm like, Part of me is like that. That's I mean that's slick right there. That is that is very smart. That's slick. This dude pretends to be sick on Wednesday so that he doesn't have to take his exam on Thursday, and now he's out for Christmas. You know, like I was. Part of me was proud of the friend. The other part, I'm like, it's ah, a little shady. And and you know, Jill had an opinion about this friend. You know that uh, shadiness and trickery on teachers is not a you know frown or is frowned upon thing so um but that's that's how we led into christmas you know so part of me is like that friend is pretty sly and slick the other part of me was like if i was his dad you know (laughs) which i you know you know i am but not but you know i have influence over over this kid you know so anyway that's how we led into christmas it was pretty uh it was pretty wild uh, to get two days off. I never pulled anything like that. Do you ever pull anything like that in high school, like to be able to beat the deal? Yeah, unfortunately, I have. I've I've got a lot of those, but uh, that was way more slick and a lot less dishonest than things that I did back in there. Oh. I mean that that was like that was a, a genius way in being very harmless about it like we had to get like really lying and do stuff to get away with things like that i did did think like what's the like what kid is prepared to take an exam like if it was me wednesday night i would have been studying for the thursday exam it's not like i would have been ready on wednesday like yeah throw that thing at me dog like i got this you know what i'm saying like it's just if, if you can take an exam the day early take the exam the day early dog like and he still did fine. It wasn't like he made an F, you know, like just to get it over with. I mean, he still, I don't know, made a B or something like that. I mean, so, yeah, yeah. whatever. No, I, I think it's great. And Grayson's friend, I salute you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Props, props to that guy, you know, high, high five to, to them. So, uh, yeah, but that's how we had it in Christmas um, and, and then hit, hit Christmas up. And that's been kind of a wild ride to get through Christmas and get through New Year and all that jazz. And here we are in January, man. Man, yeah, it uh, Christmas was good over here in this household. The kids got way too much, and it, I think they just started opening some of the things that they've got. Like, ooh, something new. Ooh, something new. And yeah. then now it's like it's been a while, and now they're just now starting to play with that stuff. They didn't need anything, but they had a good Christmas. 
I, yeah, the, the more I start to look at it, the more I'm not sure if Christmas is for them or me anymore. Like, it's almost like, I don't know, you know, it, it's it's kind of hard for me sometimes because I feel like, uh, you know, there are those those parents out there and those single moms and just people struggling, you know, to, to do Christmas. And then, you know, so I, I'm grateful that I'm blessed enough to be able to do Christmas for my kids. Uh, you know, and, and be able to provide in that nature. But man, I think every year at Christmas I go next Christmas, we're doing something different. And in fact, JJ, we ought to just go ahead right now and make it a motto that next year, Christmas time, we get our families together and we do some wolf you feed type stuff in our communities besides planning, you know, 30 million gifts and, and, 10 grand under our own trees. You know, that's, that's really what we should do. I think, I think we should get some, we can get some support on that deal. I think, I, I think we can, I, I just, I just think it would be a good thing. I think that's a great idea. And please yeah. let's hold each other accountable. And all of you, even the guy in Rhode Island, y'all hold us accountable too. I think that's something. That guy in I mean, Rhode Island, we might bring him down, dress him up as Santa. That that's what we're going to do. We're going to fly. We're going to pay for his ticket to come down. I think we should do that. I think we should. Maybe we just hit Walmart, you know, with the cameras up and we just start blessing people, you know, like <laughs> take a couple hundred dollars and, and go do that. I mean, that's, I don't, I don't know why this is taking this turn, but like, I feel this like draw the community to, uh, to do something different than us sit here after next Christmas and go, man, where, you know, we spent X amount of money and our kids have gifts that they hadn't even opened yet. And it's the first week of January, you know? So no. I, I agree. I like that. And, uh, that'd be positive. So. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you one thing that happened to me earlier this week. And uh, I, I told him that I was going to say it on the, it's almost like a Christmas present life hack that I got. So I ran into our buddy, David Adams at uh, Kroger. And, uh, and so like I was in there pushing a card around and, uh, he was just in there with a gift card. I'm like, yeah, man, why do you come to Kroger? And get a gift card on the beer. He's on the beer. <laughs> it's, and so, like, it, it was almost like I was in a movie or something. I was like, "What are you doing here with a gift card?" He's like, looking around, making sure nobody's looking at him. He goes, "Like, I buy the card and and put my code in, and I get points on the card. But then I go back and get the groceries and pay it with the card, and then put my code again. I got double points." I was like, "Oh my god." This just turned into the coupon queen, uh, episode, you know, how do you beat the system? We, all we've talked about is beating systems right now. You know, we've, <laughs> we've got Grayson's friend that's beating the system at school. We've got a friend now that's beating the system at Kroger. He's getting double the points. What's he using? For fuel or something? Yes, for fuel. He gets like a dollar off all the time. And I'm like, that is genius. Yeah, he doesn't watch gas prices at all. No. Know? So... David Adams, thank you for the life hack of the day. Like yeah, I'm gonna That's check cool. that out. I'm gonna check that out. He yep. just gets, he, it's just a gift card, like a Kroger. Yeah, gift card. well, you can get. I mean, they've got like all like if you go in there, there's like a like a like an end cap. You know what I'm talking about? The end of it. It's got both sides and then the front. So it's got three walls of gift cards. You can get whatever you want. I know what you're talking about. I think next time Jill and I do date night, I'm gonna be like. <laughs> Before we go, we have to go back Kroger, and I'll take you wherever the gift card leads us. Like, <laughs> like, like it's gonna be random today. I'm gonna spin it and just let it like, and Jill's just gonna have to like, 
you know, like that's the one, you know, and it's going to be like, uh, it's going to be like the chilies, Walgreens, you know, like that's what, that's what it's going to be. Oh God. I like that. But Hey, whatever it is, chilies, Walgreens, whatever, it'd be double the points. Thank you. Dad. That's right. And so that's what I was like, man, that's genius. I was, I, I was like, I, I'm giving you a plug for that. So if you need help with uh, insurance, give, I mean, with mortgage, give David Adams a call at Affordable Lending Group. <laughs> Number one mortgage lender uh, in Jackson, in the Grand that, area. And that's your Affordable Lending Group's life hack of the day. Oh my gosh, do we have any more friends we can plug in? I don't know. Or, is, <laughs> is, there, is there anybody else? Hey, guys, this has just turned into JJ and Jeff's uh, sponsorship uh, podcast is what this is. I mean, I got a guy that gave me this cup right here. I would like to shout out to him if you're looking for a cup. <laughs> All right, fine. That done worked. All right, before we are, we did. We rambled way too much. I, I, I want to hear about your trip. That's yeah. what I, I do want to hear about that. Well, what stinks is like I come out of out of Christmas and holiday, and then I'm immediately thrusted into, uh, hey, let's let's take a business trip, right? And so, up to Indianapolis I go, and it was it was uh, it was it was interesting. Um, I'm learning about things that uh, I pr- I probably couldn't couldn't handle or fix um, at all, but uh, at least I understand how they work, you know that type thing, and and so it was. It was good. The neat thing about traveling for business is, is um, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't exploit this. I'm not trying to like make this something, you know, more than it is. But I do like the fact that I can eat wherever I want to, you know. Um, and I'm not trying to like go get two hundred dollar dinners, but uh, I don't have to worry about, you know, what's on the kids' menu. I don't have to worry about this, you know. I, like I eat sushi, Jill doesn't eat sushi, you know, so I don't have to worry about uh, picking a place that's got like sushi and cheeseburgers, you know, so <laughs> I can pick like the legit sushi place, you know, and, and handle it. So I, I love that part of it. Um, that's Did you happen to go to Kilroy's downtown? They've got like the most unbelievable breadsticks ever in Indianapolis. It's, it's kind of down by the, where the, the Pacers and, the Colts play oh, it's no. down from Howl to Moon. I think it's called Kilroy's, mm-hmm. and they've got these breadsticks that are just unreal. JJ, if I ever travel to Indianapolis for breadsticks, I, I know. I mean, I, like, I'm sorry. You, like you're, you're like, did you go to Indianapolis and get the breadsticks? I mean, it's not Olive Garden. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's way better than Olive Garden. Oh, sorry, Olive Garden. Shout out to Olive Garden. If you're looking for your next Italian, <laughs> if you're looking for your next Italian family meal, we'd like you to go see our friend John, who's the manager at. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna kill you tonight over there. Yeah, you, you, you guys, you guys have to realize JJ has also come out of Christmas with uh, a little illness and sickness, so he is. He is struggling through uh, to to put a podcast out there tonight. So just forgive a little bit of that cough. I'll try and make him not laugh. I don't I don't know if that's possible for me, but uh, but anyway, no, I did not get the breadsticks at Kilroy okay, in Indianapolis. Um, what I did do was, and this was probably the neat thing uh, of the trip is, you know, I don't know with your work if you have to use like a certain travel 
like software or anything like that, but we have to use Concur to book our plane tickets and things of that nature. And so I'm going to book this plane ticket. And it was kind of last minute. I mean, this was probably over Christmas that I got like told that I was going on this trip. So I'm kind of last minute, last minute planes, you know, airfares just through the roof type thing. And, and so I start like evaluating the price of the tickets, you know, I'm like, I got to go to Indianapolis. I typically fly American airlines because, uh, no, I fly Delta. Sorry, because the American airlines, Agent in Jackson, um, she gives me a lot of trouble, um, and we don't like each other. So, um, so no I like, plug for her. Like no plug there. If you if your name is Rosita and you work for American Airlines out of Jackson, <laughs> you're not getting a plug here. So, so, uh, so I'm looking at it, and and I I try and justify um, expense where it would benefit me, you know, um, to the T. So if it's like, uh, hey, Jeff, you got to fly last minute. And I'm like, okay, let's fly last minute. And then I'm going and I'm like, okay, the regular fare before I pick a seat, you know, $380. And then I have to like peek at that, you know, like business class ticket, you know, it's like, okay, I'm at $350 on regular business class is $480. And so I start justifying it. You know, I'm like $350, $480. Okay, I'm going to have to pick a seat. <laughs> I'm gonna probably have to get a drink on the plane. I've got to, you know, uh, I'll have to pay for a baggage, you know. And so I'm like, okay, I'll probably justify the business class, you know. If if they come back on me in my expense report and they're like, Jeff, you flew business class instead of regular, I can say, yeah, with only 130 more dollars, I would have spent the 130. I actually saved the company 150 bucks, you know, like by flying or or maybe 20 bucks, you know, 130, 20, whatever. You're welcome. So yeah, you're welcome. Exactly. Yeah. So I so I go that route, and then, then you know, after deciding on business class, <laughs> I do have to just take a little peek at first class. <laughs> I knew that was coming when you said, but then. <laughs> so now I'm looking at first class. I'm like, okay, wait a minute now. First class is only two hundred and twenty dollars more than the regular. <laughs> Okay, it's only 70 bucks more. And so now, like, my brain is just starting to justify, you know? I'm like, I'm going to get that exam out of the way on Wednesday, you know? Like, like it's genetic for the friend, you know? It's genetic. So I'm like, okay, here I go. I'm going to now fly first class, but <laughs> I'm not going to have to pay for, like, priority boarding. Okay, so there's $20, you know, and I get two bags now, you know, that's less on me traveling, right? If I got to carry two bags to the airport, there's a chance I might strain a, you know, neck muscle or something like that. Workers comp. Look at me. I mean, I, I'm just justifying the mess out of it. Okay. I'm like, so you know how I flew to Indianapolis. Huh? There's no doubt that you did not, not go first class in first this. Class. Yeah. First class, yes. First class, yeah. First class all the way. And and when's the last time you flew first class, by the way? The last time? Yeah, like the last time you flew first class. That was never. I've, yeah. I, I've eyeballed those people as I walked through judging. I'm like, quit, uh, quit looking at me like that. You that's know, where like, I'm headed. That's where I'm headed. Okay. Yeah, you know? no. Like, so, I've never flown first class, unfortunately. Okay, well, so as I go... <laughs> As I get the first class ticket, like, it's kind of nice, you know, like you get to sit 
for a long time in the in the restaurant, you know, and everybody's lining up for their priority three boarding, which is typically where I am, you know. Um, if I'm on Southwest, it's like boarding group one twenty, you know. So I'm just, which I don't fly Southwest either. But anyway, so you get to take a little bit longer. But when you fly first class, you don't take too long at the restaurant. You know why? Cause you first on the plane, you know, like you first on the plane, you get to, when they go now boarding first class passengers, you're like, Oh, excuse me. Um, excuse me. Excuse me. I act like I fly first class all the time. You know, like if my dad always said, when you score a touchdown, when you score a touchdown, act like you've been there before. So with first class, I'm just kind of like headphones on eyes down. I'm like, I work for a very important company. I'm a very important person. And I fly first class, you know, like that's how that's I That's how you should be. But, yeah, but that's not it, you know, so I don't do that. And again, a luxury of not having the kids, you know, because when you fly with the kids, it's like, I got to find like the Spirit Airlines $40 ticket. You know, I got six of us going. I can only imagine you trying to fly. <laughs> <laughs> you take the 12 passenger vans, which by yeah. the way, have you bought yet? No, you haven't. But no, we haven't. I've been yeah. eyeballing a couple of them though. Yeah, we're going to. We're going to. So, so here I am pretending to be, you know, normal first class passenger you know so i'm like excuse me i board you know i scan I'm like yep first class i sit down they're bringing me the drinks you know the whole nine yards and like you're just sitting be able to sit in first class you're like what would you like you know and i'm like i'm gonna take a perrier with two fresh squeezed limes and they're like yes sir you know and you're like you're like this is not this is not spirit you know what i'm saying so here i am been a little sparkling water and everything's good i'm good i'm in my seat i'm established i got a place to put my bag every everything's solid did you and make you, eye contact with any of the po folk walking by or did like, you just well, act like i'm too good for it well see you don't fly first class so you don't understand like you're there for a while you're there for a while before any of the po folk start coming by you already have your sparkling water. You've already been given a basket to pick, like not just one item. It's not like would you like nuts or 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 biscotti. It's like here's a basket. Would you like like thirteen items? You know, it's like a buffet of airline travel. You know, so I'm like, so I'm I'm sitting there for like ten minutes before anybody else even comes on the plane. But here they come. So now they're coming by. This is where I start feeling really guilty. <laughs> Because I immediately put myself in those shoes and I'm like, this is normally me. And, you know, you typically come on the plane. The, the stewardess are like just nice to you. Welcome aboard, you know, and you're like, yeah, I feel good. And then you got to walk the row of shame, you know, and it's like you're you're always there's always a stoppage. Right. And you got to stop in first class and like just stand there. And you're looking to your right, they're drinking their Perrier. And you're looking to the left, and they, they got their espresso. It's not coffee. It's not Folgers. It's espresso, you know. And you're just like, hi, you know, hi. And they don't want to make eye contact with you. You don't want to make eye contact with them. And it's just like, you, you you know, like, that's just how it goes. And then you move two more rows forward. It's a new set. And you're like, yeah, you got your little, you know, hottie toddy drink. And, you know, finally you get back there to row 41 D, you know, and you're like, that was like, why can't I be those people? So now I am that person. I'm sitting in the first class seat and I'm like, 
I don't even want to make eye contact with them. You know, like I am almost embarrassed at this point. Like I am just like, I am, I almost want to apologize. I want to be like, I'm sorry. Like the ticket was $220 more, but I saved $220 because I did. Here's my spreadsheet. This is why I'm up here. Yeah. You know, so I didn't have to pay for the seed and then my Perrier was free. And uh, so I typically would have paid $14 for that on row 41 D, you know, so I just like, I am just like eyes down trying to make sure that I'm not making any contact with these people because I just felt terrible. I mean, I just felt bad because it's not it's not me, but it is me. And then I was nervous I was going to see somebody I knew, you know, and then they were going to be like, oh, yeah, Mr. Bougie up here drinking his Perrier and his lime, you know. Hey, Jeff, remember me from high school? You know, like that type of thing. You know, be like, oh, yeah, like. Don't even look at me. It was it was highly embarrassing. But the neat thing about first class is, is that they load about 30 people. And then they stop everybody and they check on you. And they're like, Miss Carmody, would you like any more Perrier? You know, Miss Carmody, are you done with your, you know, uh, bougie beer nuts and, you know, <laughs> and your chocolate covered pretzels. Would you like any more? Meanwhile, these people are just held up, like watching her check on me all through the flight, all through the flight. I mean, I didn't have to one iota look for a flight attendant. They're always just walking by. Are you okay? Do you need a pillow, a neck massage? Would you like your seat heated? Can you put your feet up? You're welcome to recline. Go ahead and recline all the way back. Put the little footrest up. I mean, I felt like I was in a lazy boy of the first class Poe man. Like I was in heaven and never, you know how in the back, like you always got to like hit the button, like, you know, because you need something. Never did I ever have to hit the button upside. They just always catered to me. It was, it was awesome. It was the best part of my trip besides the sushi. You're like, no, I think we need to keep flying some more. Let's do, we're not there yet. Uh, sorry, we're going to be delayed. Uh, I'm going to have to keep circling. <laughs> Bring me another Perrier, you know? Like, <laughs> uh. yeah. Speaking of the ding, it did, it did, it, you, you know Greg McNair, my friend, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Greg was telling me this story about one time. He says he's got a buddy named Perry. He's been a flight attendant for... I don't know, 20 or 30 years. He's like, not, not Greg, but, but Carrie. Yeah. Carrie, Carrie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't Greg? think that was a flight attendant. <laughs> you know, right. with bad knee, like, <laughs> would you like some more Perrier? <laughs> I mean, how many more people can we bring into this episode? Actually? <laughs> well, I don't but know. That, Plug Greg or Carrie for anything. <laughs> I hope not. That, well, so Carrie's like the only straight, uh, flight attendant that works for Delta. I wanted to be a flight attendant. Did you? Yeah. How awesome is a flight Can you imagine being a flight attendant? I, I, I don't know. You get to, like, JJ, you'd be like, hey, it's 9 o'clock at night. You're flying to Portland. You're going to leave Portland. You fly to Seattle. You leave Seattle. You go to San Francisco. And then back to Jackson, you're home by, you know, 10 o'clock the next morning and a lot, a lot richer. Yeah. You got to put up with a lot of not in first class. You need to be that first. That's true. That's true. Uh, All right. So tell me about Carrie. So, so Carrie, so <laughs> Carrie was telling Greg this time that, uh, and I, I hope we don't get canceled for this, <laughs> but, uh, is this PG? So, <laughs> kinda. Okay. Yeah. So, so Carrie, I think he was probably working the first class. And then, uh, he, I guess his second 
in command or second person was back in the with the with the po folk, I guess, and the coach, yeah, back there. And so, I guess she was helping put some something body's bag in the overhead bins, and then there was this. Oh gosh, I hope I don't get in trouble. It was like a Indian Pakistani guy or something. He's sitting there and he's he's hitting the button, bing, 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 back and forth. And the woman's the woman's helping the bag. She can't get to him. Yeah. And so he's sitting there. He could say he could even go, Miss, Miss, and she couldn't go right then. So Kerry goes back there, and he goes like, Sir. It's like she's tied up right now. What can I help you with? He goes, goes. What is the matter here? He goes. I've been fingering that stewardess for ten minutes, and she not come. And Carrie goes. He goes. Excuse me. Say that again. He goes. I finger her for ten minutes, and she never come. They said there's a guy in the back. Goes. Well, you're touching the wrong spot, dude. And then the police just fell out in laughter. And Carrie tried to keep a straight face and go, I can take care of you now. Oh, great. Yeah. 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 You hit the right button here. Oh, can you imagine them in training for, uh, for flight attendant school? Like when they, when they go through that, you know, like we go through business, like, kind of like this training I did in Indianapolis. They're like, if, uh, if they ever push the button, you know, like that, that's gotta come up when they travel together and do like, don't you imagine they do like flight attendant like conferences or something, you know, where you go and you learn I'm how sure. to Sure. There's a conference for everything. And, and they probably fly them all there. Can you imagine can you imagine being the flight attendants on the plane that are flying to the conference and being mm-hmm. waited on by other flight attendants? That's got to be an interesting thing, right? Like can, I can't imagine in my job like having somebody come and do my job to me that I do to other people, like that's got to be a weird thing, right? You know, like, like I'm going to train them right here on hitting the button, just like I got uh, from old Carrie, right? So I imagine that's, uh, that's an interesting flight. Yeah. I bet that was embarrassing. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your story, but I just, that made me think of when you were hitting that, I had to, I thought of that. So yeah. All right. So tell me Mr. First class. So tell me all about it after that. That was it. I mean, it, it's nice. It was nice. It's a great experience. I still have to submit my expense report, so I can't tell you whether or not like we're not going to be able to take three weeks off for Christmas next year because this is going to be my full source of income after they, you know, digress on my first class. But hey, I've CYA'd. I mean, I've got I've got the spreadsheet. I'm set up for it. Uh, I can tell them exactly how the whole first class thing went down, and uh, and I don't have to worry about it. So. The worst thing about flying the first class, though, this did happen. This is legit. When you fly first class, the only other thing I'm going to say about it, and I guess the name of this podcast is going to be flying first class, whatever. But the only other thing is, is that like your bags are treated with like top priority. You know, like they are, they get special stickers. They are like, hey, this guy is important. And so I'm checking my bags, right? Because that's part of my spreadsheet. Like you got to check the bags because if I had to pay for the bags, that'd be like another 40 bucks, you know? So I'm like, hey, this is, this is good. You know, like, so you got to check your bags. That's the whole workers comp thing. Remember? Like, so, so I've checked my bags and it's great. Right. I mean, even, even in coach, you can follow your bags, you know, Hey, your bags are on the plane. Hey, do, 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 do. 
So I am flying with a buddy, by the way, from Mississippi as well, who's who's from another plant in Mississippi. And is so he first class as well. He is not, you know, which was a neat thing because, like, oh. he, he he was one of the guys that had to like walk by me, you know. And I'm like, "Hi, Bobby," you know, like, yeah. look at me, you know, like different different level, you know. So, so oh, that, that man probably, didn't judge you at all. Yeah, yeah, no, he didn't. But I, you know, I was like, it was neat. It wasn't neat, but like, it was funny, right? Because I'm walking by him to get on first, and do 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 do, you know, and I'm checking my bags, and I got all the beautiful little stickers on them, you know, like take care of this guy. He's important, you know? <laughs> and so here I come off the plane and I'm telling Bobby, I'm like, you know, the other neat thing, Bobby is going to be like, <clears throat> sorry, but my bags are going to come off first in Jackson. Like, and, and I know you got like another hour and a half drive home uh, from here, uh, but just don't, you know, my bags are going to come off. So I'll see you later type thing, you know? So here we are down in the carousel and we're waiting on our bags. Beer. You know, and I'm like, here, you know, sorry, Bobby, you know, here comes some bags, like 10 bags come off. I'm like, oh, well, there are all the bags with the nice stickers, you know, and I don't see my bag, <laughs> you know, don't, don't, don't see mine. And so then come the other bags without the pretty stickers, you know, and now all of a sudden the people that all passed by me in first class and I was like, <laughs> you know, they're all getting their bags. And I'm like, <clears throat> Uh, I'm sure there's just a mishap, you know. I'm sure, I'm sure mine's about to come. And so I'm sitting there, and here come the bags. And I'm just at this point, like, starting to sweat, you know, because the last thing I need is Bobby's bag to come off before <laughs> mine after I did all the talk, you know, about first class. Lo and behold, Bobby looks at me with this huge grin, and I'm like, what's up? And he goes, there's my bag right there. And I'm like, you dirty rat! You know, I was like, "What the crap?" So, so now, so now, and this it's it's at night, right? I mean, we got in like at night. Now, here come all the bags. the The door closes. You know, no more bags. Belt stops, and I, and then here come like the Delta people, and they're gathering up the bags that are left. And I'm like, "Uh, excuse me, first class passenger." Um, <laughs> <laughs> Good sticker. Where's my bag? You know, and they're, and they're like, "Sir, have you checked the app to see where your bag is?" I'm like, "I shouldn't have to check the app. I'm a first class passenger. I've been drinking Perrier for three hours from flight home. I need my bag." You know, now, I'm, now I'm like, now I'm owning first class. I'm like, I am first class. Where's my bag? You guys never do this. I fly first class every week. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so I checked my app, and here's Bobby. Like, well, I'm gonna go ahead and go. I'm like, go ahead and go, Bobby. Just, just go ahead and go. It 41D back there. My Perrier was good, you know. <laughs> Bobby's rolling out. My bag says it's in Huntsville, Alabama. Huntsville, Alabama. Oh. I don't know, but I I wanted to go to American Airlines and apologize to the lady and be like, I'm coming back. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I treated you bad. <laughs> Delta's just done me wrong, and I fly first class. You know, it's like, so, man, but it ended up in Huntsville. I got a guy supposed to be delivering the bag tomorrow, you know, and, like, they're like, we can have it delivered. I'm trying to play all the games, you know, like, my medication's in there, you know. Like, I'm going to probably die tonight because I don't have my blood pressure medication, and you're raising my blood pressure, and I'm first class. Like, I mean – 
was it both your bags or all your bags or just like one bag? All of them. I'm only carrying like a little uh, satchel, you know, like that's you know that's got like I don't know face moisturizer in it or something, you know. Like so, so it did have a lot of important stuff in there. No, there's nothing important in there. I'm like you know, <laughs> nothing. I didn't have any medication. Like, I'm not on medication. I, I always tell my doctor, he's like, maybe we should jump on medication. I'm like, no, maybe I should just lose some weight. How about you say that in the first place? You know, how about you go, hey, why don't you lose a little weight instead of always going to, you just need some medication. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, like, it's nothing important in that bag. All I'm missing out on is like, it's just the normal stuff, you know? It, what important, what important things can you carry? That are under three point four ounces. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing in there that's under three point four ounces. It's not like you got the ninety dollar bottle of Dior Sauvage, you know, in your bag. No, you can't carry that crap. It's got to be three point four ounces or less. So there's nothing in there important. No, but but you had to make you had to you oh, had to let them know. I was letting them know. I am I am severely diabetic, anorexic. <laughs> bulimic cholesterol driven diabetic did i already say that i am yeah. i am really messed up and you guys are gonna kill me tonight and i want to know the lawsuit number for my wife because <laughs> i'm dead tonight because you guys got my bag in huntsville i want somebody driving to huntsville right now and then i felt bad for these people because then you know it's not like they put my bag on a plane to huntsville you know and i and now i'm being empathetic again you know now i'm being the 41d guy and going you know, but no, no, be the other guy. That guy was more fun. It was part of my spreadsheet. Like, how am I supposed to tell work now? Yes, we pay two hundred twenty extra dollars, but I'm having to wear shorts into the office today because all of my clothes are in Huntsville. Well, didn't you fly first class, Jeff? Yes, I did. I did fly first class, and they sent my crap to Huntsville. Like, oh, how many times did you tell them at lost luggage claim that? You flew first class and that you were a first class passenger. Yeah. I, I'm thinking that you went like Deion Sanders, like talking in third person, like Jeff Comedy is a first class first class flyer. Jeff Comedy, we don't be sitting back in coach. I can just see you going all third person angry at these people. Oh, Jeff Comedy's luggage. Jeff Carmody is first class. Jeffrey. Jeffrey Carmody. Like, you know, I, I should have done that, you know. Like, I should have. I didn't, though. But, the, yeah. So, I, that's a long story for, I can't, I cannot recommend at this point for you to fly, fly first class or not. Like, my spreadsheets don't work. My analysis don't work. If you want to lose your luggage, Fly first class. If you like Perrier, fly first class. If you don't mind walking past the first class passengers and letting them eyeball you like you don't have enough money to sit in this seat, fly first, fly coach. I don't know. Like it's I'm all over the place. I don't even know why at this point I am some kind of flight booking agent. Uh, and this has turned into a flight booking uh, podcast. But that was quite an experience. And uh Again, it was nice flying first class, but way to just get crapped on at the end with uh, your luggage at nine o'clock at night is in Huntsville, and uh, you've lost <laughs> four ounce containers that uh, that you like to put your stuff. So it was was it was Jill there to pick you up, and does she have to wait all the time? Or uh, yes, um, 
circling and circling and circling and circling, you know? So yes. And so that's a whole other aspect of it. Right. <laughs> you know, what is going on? I thought you flew first class. You know, <laughs> like, Thanks for rubbing it in, babe. You know, like they lost my luggage. I thought they put fancy stickers on you. They do. They do. Like, just put me in my bed. I just want to go to bed, you know? So, oh, yeah. Flying to Indianapolis, man. Quite an experience. Man, that's awesome. Now you wish you probably would have got the breadsticks. If you'd have got the breadsticks, you'd have kept up with your luggage. I had gone to that place. You would have maybe bring breadsticks home. Jeff, put some. <laughs> that one had to break them up in a three point four ounce. <laughs> put them in your carry home. They won't lose. You won't lose that. It would have been hard by the time they got from Huntsville back home. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh man. Yeah. 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 Good week. Yeah, it was. It's good to get back in here. Good to talk to you again, man. It was good. It was good. I, uh, we got the playoffs coming up. Oh yeah. Got the playoffs coming up. Jeez. You know, the good thing about it, I don't have to be stressed out. Saints uh, probably not going to make much noise in the playoffs this year. Yeah, I don't think they're going to make it. I think they got a week coming up or something where something might go right for them or something like that. But uh, we don't look good, man. I'm not uh, I'm not optimistic. So we'll uh, we'll see how it goes, I guess. No, man. Y'all are – the Chiefs are going to – Chiefs will bring get it together. Can't get it. They'll be good. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I just hope everybody stays healthy. So, anyway, well, all good. All good on my end. You good on yours? Man, I'm good. I'm um, going to go try to figure out uh, this whole orphanage over here. Figure out what I got to do to get them going. Yeah, you better uh, better get ready for the week. Get ready for the week. Well, hey, uh, we always appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to us. Hope we didn't bother you or bore you too much. Uh, with the first class uh, flight versus the coach. As we started this podcast, uh, it is a flight, and we do feel like we have landed. But uh, even though you might feel like you've landed out there, always got to make sure that your baggage is in tow. So uh, for those of you that are listening, we appreciate you. Again, I'm Jeff Carmody. I'm JJ Branch. And we appreciate you guys. You guys have a good night.